0: Hi, this is emily and this is maddie and this is bill the me <laughs> once upon a time when past and present align <laughs> <laughs> You may notice that our intro's a little bit different. It's not Bitch the Pot today. No, it's not. We're not bitching any pots. No. There's not we, really any tea. No, there's no tea, no. but we're mixing it up. It's mm-hmm. still very fun. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's not tea. It's not historical tea. It is historical, though. It is. And we're doing folktales today. We're doing folktales, which I actually, I'm going to, like, retract my statement, because folktale, like, as far as history gossip goes, this is, like, the ultimate history That's gossip. True. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is true, because like, you're always like, is part of this true? Yeah, right? It got so passed down, you know, over and over again, that now this is the story. I don't yeah. know if it came from anywhere. Like, someone just started this rumor and now here we are. Exactly. 500 years later. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. It is tea. So we wanted to do something fun for like some little filler episodes to break up all the research. So we decided to do these folktale episodes um, where we're going to read you folktales. These ones are spooky. Um, but we're also going to take this time to read things that our listeners send us as yes. well. Um Because if we, and if you have not listened to the Kamehameha episode That is okay. I'm going to give you um, the scenario that this person was writing about. Um, And then I will read what this person wrote. And they wrote it so well, too. Um, Yeah, they were a former newspaper reporter. So it's like very well written. But um, we were talking about how when Kamehameha was fighting uh, the Maui guys, that they fought a battle for three days. Yeah. And how we read yeah. that in a history book. We're like, oh, and then they fought for three days. And, but when you really think about that, you know? That's crazy. And so then, us being us, Emily and I got off on a tangent. It's like, how did you go to the bathroom, like, mm-hmm. while in battle? Yeah, were you taking a shit in the battlefield? What are you doing? Uh-huh. Um. So this person researched it and gave us a very very eloquent answer yeah oh my okay wow okay wow i'm so excited um she focused more on like medieval great but no it's one of my favorite time periods it's so interesting i love this i'm eternally thankful so okay okay this is what our listener said In medieval times, the concept of privacy was just that, a concept. And barely in its infancy, the word did not exist. Expressing a desire to be left alone would have been suspicious. What devilry are you trying to hide? And indeed, a young woman going alone to a forest, she would obviously be a witch. So can't you know can't just be like hey excuse me i (laughs) i am going to go to the woods to relieve myself like yeah no 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 none of that (laughs) can't be a witch right um which means soldiers would have likely evacuated, she puts it so so oh, nicely. Yeah, I would have been like, likely take a shit, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't write for newspapers. <laughs> um, soldiers would have likely evacuated is required without too much hesitation or need of privacy. By the mid fifteenth century, Western European warfare had the power of longbows and handguns, which forced medieval men at arms to don the heaviest of plate armor and not only did they have to stay on their, excuse me, stay steady on their horses, which, oh, my God, how? How? Right, Like, with all of that armor, like, shut up. How do no. you get on? Even with, like, a riding platform and riding stands, how? You put I, armor on me, I'm going to fall over, and yeah. I'm just going to stay there and give up, yeah. to be honest. like a turtle on your yeah. back. Like, yeah. yeah, just say yeah, like, like, I'm done. I'm going to die This weighs here. 50 pounds. Yeah. I can do that. Yep. I come pick it up when I'm sludge 200 years from now and dump me out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm <laughs> I done. am a scrawny little weakling. I yeah. cannot. <laughs> um, so not only did they have to stay steady on their horse, but they also had to dismount to fight on foot. Consequently, they could do a little more than lumber headlong into each other. This is what we are talking about yes. with uh, Timothy Chalamet and the uh-huh. king, yep. and how great of a job they did with the battle scene. The battle scenes were stiff and oh, like awkward, and but clunky. in such a realistic yeah. way. Yeah. Yep. Um, modern reenactment of medieval warfare shows, um, that even an excellently trained man in full armor cannot fight in a direct duel for more than two to three minutes at a time wow. before being completely exhausted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. I I had no clue. Um, there's more, there's so much more, um. With a regular medieval sword, an athletic trained man can strike about 10 blows to the opponent before having to rest for at least some period of time. On the battlefield itself, the soldier would have moved forward to strike for two minutes and then returned behind the lines to rest, while part-time soldiers, with their limited training, would take up front. Sucks to suck. (laughs) Literally sucks to suck. (laughs) Um, Even with the huge influx of adrenaline and the fear of death, a soldier could not last for more than five minutes in such direct battles before having to rest behind the lines for at least one hour. Therefore, if a soldier had to defecate during battle, they would do so on their downtime. And that is the answer. Isn't that? The best answer. That was so well written. It's so well written. That was great. I know. Thank you. So, i feel so, so much educated right now. No, I like know. we we um can't say names, but we are like eternally grateful to all of our listeners. And thank you for writing in with yeah. that awesome that information. That was so good. Yeah, if you ever have like fun facts for us, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Email. I us would have us never at spilled me. Spilled at spilledme. At gmail.com. Yes. Or on anything, any social media. You can message us on me. it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Cause like man, that's crazy. So you go out there and you lumber around and you hit your opponent 10 times and then be like, oh, man, here I go. Then you still have to lumber your ass all the way back behind the part-time people and, like, not get killed. Like, Yeah, and your buddy just, like, slaps you on the shoulder and was like, you did great out there. I saw those 10 blows. Oh, yeah, they're, like, over there, like, tagging each other out, (laughs) like, the other guys, like, jumping up and down. (laughs) All right, I'm going in. Okay, get this armor off me. I got to take a shit (laughs) right now. Doesn't that just... Change your perspective a bit, like watching movies. Now I'm gonna be like, that's not realistic. Oh yeah, this has been a five minute fight. Abs fucking lutely not. Absolutely not. Like they can't last this long. No, this is crazy. That guy shit his armor. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? Hmm. The king. They did it damn right. They did it. That movie. Those people were exhausted. Oh, yeah. And you could tell. That movie is phenomenal in oh, and of itself. Yeah. Easily one of my top three and favorite movies. And we're not movies. just saying that because we have a huge crush on Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, not because we want to sit on his face. Yes. It is we do, truly could To good. be clear, Timothy, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> also, it's just a great movie, though. It's so good. It's so and good. And if nothing else, it, it kind of happens in the beginning, too. That battle scene is so... Good. There's a later battle scene where it also shows the chaos and like how many soldiers would just get like crushed because uh-huh. there's so many people just running. Like, <gasps> that's it's what so I've been good. thinking of is there's like a bird's eye shot of mm-hmm. all of them just like crushed together. Yeah. And it's so, it makes you like so anxious inside. Oh, but God. could you imagine that's what it must have felt like? Like being a part of that. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, I, I can't believe like how many, yeah, uh, how many people just Jump. go to battle throughout yeah. history. Ew. But. Thank you so much for that information. Yeah, that, that was amazing. Was amazing. I've never ever heard any of that before. No. I, um, and I have still been curious about that since we talked about it. So I'm glad that now that has been resolved in my brain. Like yes. check that off the list of like things I'm curious about. So again, if you are listening to an episode and have some information, or if you are like this listener and heard it and said, Hey, I want to look into that and found something cool, let yep. us know. Do it, do it. Yeah, we love it. And now I'm going to get into my story, which is a folk tale. Now we're gonna Gonna flip the spooky switch. Yeah. Okay, so my folktale/ it's a fairy tale actually. Cute. Um is a spooky one though? Ooh, spooky cute. Yes, so it's um by Charles Perrault, um who is a French fairy tale author. Um you may know him by some little fairy tales known as Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. uh, Little Red Riding Hood, oh, wow, Puss in yep. Boots, and Bluebeard. Which is what I'm going to be telling today. I don't know. Have you heard Bluebeard? No. And actually, I I don't think I've ever heard the story of Puss in Boots either. Right. Like oh, I yeah. only like what's the story? Shrek. Like that's yeah. what I think of. Yep, that's it. And that's all I Antonio know. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's is, it. Is Puss in Boots. Because like, what's the story? Yeah, like but Bluebeard. Was I was like, I've never even heard a reference to Bluebeard. Nope. So I am going to go for that. So that's what I went for, and it was spooky. So because I was like, you know, most fairy tales are actually really horrifying. Yeah. If you have heard the original Cinderella or Little Mermaid. They're mm. horrifying. Yeah. So, um if you want us to tell those ones on the podcast like the true stories, yeah. Let us know cuz they're fun and they're concerning. Yeah. Um okay, so this is Bluebeard by Charles Perrault. He is French. This is a translation. Okay. Okay. There was once a man who had fine houses both in town and country, a deal of silver and gold plate embroidered furniture and coaches gilded all over with gold. But this man was so unlucky as to have a blue beard, which made him so frightfully ugly that all the women and girls ran away from him. Interesting. He would have done well today. I was gonna say, like I wow, that's also, why the didn't thing to shave. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's like, well, that's the thing that makes him... He's totally normal looking, but his beard's Besides blue. That. Yeah. Um, in the artistic renditions, he looks, like, rather old, too. So okay. That, that kind of will play a part, okay. you know? If, if you're older and you're a young girl, you might not want to be an he's older He's got man. gold, though. But he's got gold and silver. Gilded shit. Um, one of his neighbors, a lady of quality, had two daughters who were perfect beauties. He desired her one of them in marriage, leaving to her choice which of the two she would bestow on him. Neither of them would have would have him. And they sent him backwards and forwards from one to the other, not being able to bear the thoughts of marrying a man who had a blue beard. God yeah, disgusting. (laughs) On that note adding to their disgust. (laughs) An <laughs> aversion was the fact that he already had been married to several wives and nobody knew what had become of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. God, does it have something to do with the Bluebeard, Or are these two independent <laughs> circumstances I'm pretty sure going on? i the blue beard is just random. Um, I actually haven't read this fully. Yeah, I love so, that. Because I wanted to leave a little bit of mystery for myself as well. Right. Okay. Bluebeard, to engage their affection, took them with their mother and three or four ladies of their acquaintance, Acquaintance with other young people of the neighborhood, to one of his country houses, where they stayed a whole week. That's a ton of people. That's a ton. And of of a ton of time holy shit <laughs> the time was filled with parties hunting fishing dancing mirth and feasting nobody went to bed but all passed the night in rallying and joking with each other in short everything was succeeded so well that the youngest daughter began to think that the man's beard was not so very blue after all he was a mighty civil gentleman you know what the money can make you look past things baby it looks a little more gray today yeah. i think than blue Power to her you know I, I get it. Maybe it's your fine. beard's not as blue. Is this a euphemism? <laughs> like, I don't get I, don't I understand. understand. Yeah. As soon as they returned home, the marriage was concluded. About a month afterwards, Bluebeard told his wife that he was obliged to take a journey, a country journey, for six weeks at least, about affairs of very great consequence, he desired her to divert herself in his absence, to send for her friends and acquaintances, to take them into the country if she pleased, and to make good cheer wherever she was. Well, that sounds fucking great. That sounds so great. Yeah. Hey, I'm really rich, yeah. and I'm going to be gone Which is great because you're disgusted with me. Yeah. um, Feel free to, like, invite all your friends to our country house and have a party. And fucking please, please party for me while I'm gone. Yeah. Like, okay, (laughs) Bluebeard. Don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. Here, said he, are the keys to the two great wardrobes wherein I have my best furniture. These are to my silver and gold plate, which is not in everyday use these open to my strong boxes which hold my money both gold and silver these my caskets of jewels he he really trusts her i know i was gonna yeah. say and wait what's the catch and this is the master key to all my apartments but as for this little one here it is the key to the closet at the end of the great hall on the ground floor oh, well we're gonna have to immediately go to that <laughs> open them all go into each and every one of them except that little closet which i forbid you and forbid it in such a manner that if you happen to open it you may expect my just anger and resentment it's where all of his blue hair dye is just bottles (laughs) of azure blue yeah (laughs) he wanted one lady who could look past a beard yeah see all his riches <laughs> there's so know. many independent circumstances going on right now there's like a lot. the beard is blue the wives are gone there's a door like <laughs> I, i'm leaving like well, i don't know i don't know <laughs> she promised to observe very exactly whatever he had ordered then he after having embraced her got into his coach and proceeded on his journey her neighbors and good friends did not wait to be sent for by the newly married lady they were impatient to see all the rich furniture of her house and had not dared to come while her husband was there That's because th- of his blue beard would frighten them. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's I do have to say that's a big Maddie and Emily energy. Like, my husband has to go off for a work trip and I'm already outside your house. You don't have to invite <laughs> yeah, me over. Yeah, over. Bitch, I'm already Yeah, here. I'm literally like high-fiving that like <laughs> as I walk into your house. Simon, yeah, have <laughs> fun. Um, they ran through all the rooms, closets, and wardrobes which were all so fine and rich that they seemed to surpass one another. We'd be doing that too. I'd be all over that fucking mansion. Oh, oh my hell, gosh. Yeah. I love exploring a mansion. But the thing about us is, like, should be like, I just can't go in that little closet. And we would be like, yeah, okay, fair enough, man. Like, you've got one rule. We probably shouldn't go in the closet. Yes. Part of me is like, oh, you tell me I can't go into a closet. That's the first fucking place I'm going. But also, I am a rule follower usually. Yeah, we're Ravenclaw shit. We I guess are, that's more yeah. of a Gryffindor thing, but I feel like it's Ravenclaw. Well, too. I feel like they're rule breakers, they're brave. They do whatever oh, yeah. the fuck in, they want. In the name of bravery, we, yes. we break. Qu- yeah, yeah Yeah, claws, they're just smart. So we're just going to think of whatever the best option is. Yeah. The best option would not be to go into this closet, I don't think. But no. we'll see. It's just where he keeps his blueberries. For his, his blueberries, blueberries Yeah. <laughs> where his Xbox I don't know. <laughs> After that, they went up into the two great rooms which contained the best and richest furniture. They could not sufficiently admire the number and beauty of the tapestry, beds, couches, cabinets, stands, tables, and looking glasses, in which you might see yourself from head to foot. Some of them were framed with glass, others with silver, plain and gilded, the finest and most magnificent they'd ever seen. They ceased not to exult and envy the happiness of their friend, who in the meantime in no way diverted herself in looking upon all these rich things because of the impatience she had to go and open the closet on the ground floor oh man she was so much pressed by her curiosity that without considering that it was very uncivil for her to leave her company she went down a little back staircase and with such excessive haste that she nearly fell and broke her neck Oh, wow. Okay. She, like, That's really... That's real fast. Yeah. I was wow. going to say, like, I you don't... Damn girl. Like, he's going to be gone for six weeks. Yeah. I, we didn't have to, like... Also, though, many a European staircase are... Narrow, oh And God. T- the stairs are like tall. Yeah, I think yeah. I have many times almost broken my neck on a European staircase. Yeah, there is no haste down those. No, you give oh, yourself no, 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 no. an you extra your twelve minutes, or you be a graceful European. But yeah, yeah. as us, no, With we're not, like we're a not size well. three foot yeah, to fit <laughs> exactly. on the stair. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be Cinderella's shit. Yeah. Um, having come to the closet door, she made a stop for some time, thinking about her husband's orders and considering what unhappiness might attend her if she was disobedient but the temptation was so strong that she could not overcome it she then took the little key and opened it does trembling she, does she think that all the other wives went missing because they <laughs> didn't open the door like is that what you're thinking right. like obviously Clearly this is a test that he gives all of them okay what do we think it is okay because it, it's not i do know what it is so oh. i cannot give my input oh, okay. i do know this part because like it's not blue hair dye it's like <laughs> i'm gonna obviously don't tell me I, like, I'm like. i going to guess it's like the wives, like the okay. bodies of the wives. That's my okay. guess. That's your official guess? That's my official guess, yeah. Okay. At first, she could not see anything plainly because the windows were shut. After some moments, she began to perceive that the floor was all covered over with clotted blood, mm-hmm. on which lay the bodies of several dead women, ranged against the walls, Oh, man. These were all the wives whom Bluebeard had married and murdered one after another. She thought she could have died for fear, and the key which she pulled out of the lock fell out of her hand. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> after having somewhat recovered her surprise, she picked up the key, locked the door, and went upstairs into her chamber to recover. But she could not. So much was she frightened. Having observed that the key to the closet was stained with blood, she tried two or three times to wipe it off, but the blood would not come out. Son of a bitch. In vain did she wash it and even rub it with soap and sand. The blood still remained, for the key was magical and she could never make it quite clean. When the blood was gone off from one side, it came again on the other maybe she, you know, had a had a nosebleed. Yeah. Honey, Bluebeard, I don't, it just, I was looking down at this key thinking about how I'm never going to use it <laughs> because I love you and your Bluebeard. <laughs> then blue beard. my nose started bleeding out of love for you. Yeah, and, and you know, you promised in sickness and in health yeah. so, you know, you gotta stand by me in this, baby. Yep. <laughs> Bluebeard returned from his journey the same evening saying that he had received letters upon the road informing him that the affair he went about had concluded to his advantage. His wife did all she could to convince him that she was extremely happy about his speedy return. The next morning, he asked her for the keys, which she gave him, but with such a trembling hand that he easily guessed what had happened. Oh, bitch. What, said he... Is not the key of my closet among the rest. I must, said she, have left it upstairs upon the table. Fail not, said Bluebeard, to bring it to me at once. Oh, God. <laughs> you like oh the God. Bluebeard boy? To bring it to me at once. Yeah, that's what I was picturing, yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's like a rumble stilt <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like you <laughs> have a Bluebeard on mind. your face. You. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> After several goings backwards and forwards, she was forced to bring him the key. Bluebeard, having very attentively considered it, said to his wife, Why is there blood on the key? I do not know, cried the poor woman, paler than death. You do not know, replied Bluebeard. I very well know. You went into the closet, did you not? Very well, madame, you shall go back and take your place among the ladies you saw there. Yeah, kind of seems like we shouldn't have put that closet on the ground floor. Maybe. (laughs) Like, maybe, like, hidden. Uh Uh-huh. Also, like, dispose of the bodies, my guy. Yeah. This is really stupid murdering. I was going to say, you have a castle and gilded stuff but you don't have means to dispose of and a body you're also properly keeping your new wife in the same he has like a bunch of houses why yeah. is he keeping her in the yeah, same house second peasant yeah upon this she threw herself at her husband's feet and begged his pardon with all the signs of true repentance vowing that she would never more be disobedient she would have melted a rock so beautiful and sorrowful was she but bluebeard oh. had a heart harder than any rock you must die madame he said at once he is just trying to find an excuse to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Since I must die, answered she, looking upon him with her eyes all bathed in tears. Give me some little time to say my prayers. I give you, replied Bluebeard, half a quarter of an hour, but not one moment more. Half Half a quarter quarter of an hour. You get seven and a half half minutes (laughs) and that's fucking it. Wow. What what a hard number to keep track of. (laughs) of Jesus. When she was alone, she called out to her sister and said to her, Sister Anne. For that was her name. Oh well thank god. Thank okay, you. thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bro. She called up Sister Anne, which was odd because <laughs> her sister's name is <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> okay. okay but that was her name <laughs> go up I beg you to the top of the tower and look if my brothers are not coming they promised me that they would come today and if you see them give them sign to make haste god I love all the verbiage in this I know it's beautiful like said he answered she like make, make haste, haste. <laughs> I like I <it>. told <laughs> him to hurry the fuck up yeah <laughs> I'm gonna die you must die madame yeah Oh, like, okay yeah well, alright <laughs> thank, thank you <laughs> if you say it like that yeah. fine her yeah. sister <laughs> Anne went up to the top of the tower and the poor afflicted wife cried out from time to time Anne, Sister Anne, do you see anyone coming? And Sister Anne said I see nothing but a cloud of dust in the sun and the green grass Thank you, Anne. Now is not the time to describe the beautiful sceneries. I also in front like, of you. I'm sorry, where's Anne? Is she in this castle <laughs> yeah, with us? At the top of the like, tower? Everyone's I, just still there. They're just lingering, yeah. supposedly. And, yeah. you, you, and they're, he's just like, no, you have to die, madame. They're just over there, like eating cream puffs still right. and like not hearing is, it. They're just like throughout this entire mansion, just yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. chilling, like, drinking Anne. some leftover champagne, having no idea what's yeah. about to go down. <sighs> in the meanwhile, while Bluebeard, holding a great saber in his hand, cried out as loud as he could bawl to his wife, come down instantly, or I shall come up to you. Well, that's, one... that's an easy decision. <laughs> come get me, bitch. <laughs> one moment longer, if you please, said his wife. And then she cried out very softly, Anne, sister Anne, do you see anybody coming? Come down quickly, cried Bluebeard, or I will come up to you. Just Leave. Yeah, like just leave. <laughs> How has she not just left? Yeah. like this I'm is the most ridiculous she circumstance. She'd have to like run past him or something because Anne's in a tower. She's between Bluebeard and Anne. Maybe she's like in a staircase or something. I don't yeah. know. What? We're, we're going to give her the benefit of the doubt here that she's not that dumb. I'm coming, answered his wife. And then she cried, Anne, Sister Anne, do you not see anyone coming? <laughs> I see, replied Sister Anne, a great cloud of dust approaching us. Are they my brothers? Alas, no, my dear sister. I see a flock of sheep. Oh, Anne. (laughs) Anne. Come on. Yeah, you can't start it that way be no. like, someone's coming to rescue you, psych, yeah. gonna die, bitch. It's like, <laughs> uh, Anne, sister Anne, I don't think you understand the fucking gravity of the situation. <laughs> situation. I didn't listen. He's got a saber. Yeah. There's got... bodies in the closet. <laughs> Stop talking and the about the grass, grass and saber. the sheep. My god! And the fucking dust clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Will you not come down? cried Bluebeard. One moment longer. Oh, blue beard! Oh my God! But then mess. she cried out, and Sister Fucking, Anne, <laughs> do you see nobody coming? I see," said she. Oh my God! Two horsemen, but they're still a great way off. God be praised, replied the poor wife joyfully. No, no, this is bad. (laughs) They are my brothers. I will make them a sign as well as I can for them to make haste. Fucking how? Literally, how? How? Are you seriously going to like. You can make them a sign, but you can't just run? I was going to say, you're literally going to take the time to go, like, find a window and, like, wave a scarf out or something. Like, just leave. Yeah. He's made Jump it clear that window. He would really rather not come up after you. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to do oh, that. Oh, he does not want to go up the stairs. No. That's for sure. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> come down, please. I need to murder you. Please like, come down. Also, Anne's there. Apparently, maybe Anne could come down from the tower and you guys could, like, fight him off or something. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> the- (laughs) And Bluebeard bawled out so loud that he made the whole house tremble. The distressed wife came down and threw herself at his feet, all in tears with her hair about her shoulders. Cute. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) She's pulling out all the stops now. This means nothing," said Bluebeard. "You must die." Be <laughs> laughing. Her hair is down, but her hair on her shoulders, but Bluey Beardy, <laughs> baby. I Let me even though your beard was blue. Yeah, come on, sweetie. Your beard looks so blue right now. Oh shit! Oh, then taking hold of her hair with one hand and lifting up the sword with the other, he prepared to strike off her head. All right. Here we go. The poor lady turning about to him and looking at him with dr- no. And looking at him with dying eyes desired him to afford her one little moment to recollect herself. No, no, said he, commend yourself to God and was just ready to strike. At this very instant, there was such a loud knocking at the gate that Bluebeard made a sudden stop. The gate was opened, and the two horsemen entered. Drawing their swords, they ran directly to Bluebeard. He knew them to be the wife's brothers, one a dragoon, the other a musketeer, so that he ran away immediately to save himself, but the two brothers pursued and overtook him before he could get to the steps of the porch. I am extremely confused at the layout of this castle. Oh! It's I have so no clue. Could, no idea. Yeah. No no I'm going to need <laughs> I a don't map. understand. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Then they ran their swords through his body and left him dead. The poor wife was almost as dead as her husband. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Well, no. Because no, you didn't. Just, I mean, you're traumatized. Yeah. But like you're not. You're not dead. No. Um, and had not strength enough to rise and welcome her brothers. Oh man. Um, okay. Listen. I've never been in this situation before. But I have a feeling I would have all the energy to be like, Oh my God! He almost killed me and lopped off my head with a saber. Yeah. Like I feel like I would. have <laughs> and, like go up to and like kick him in the stomach and like. Like spit on him and go yeah, like, bitch. bam, bitch, you know, <laughs> bam, bitch. <laughs> like something. I'm so like, you uh, you just like I'm Okay, she's just she's gonna trauma. lay like you know? back of the hand to forehead. oh Fight or flight? Yeah, baby's a flight. It's yeah. okay. Bluebeard had no heirs, and so his wife became mistress of all his estate. Can't get an heir if you keep killing him. No kidding. No, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep a wife for more than a couple minutes. Yeah, she made use of one part of it to marry her sister Anne to a young gentleman who had loved her a long while. Fucking cute. That's it's okay. Very nice. Yeah, Anne was pretty useless in crisis, <laughs> but she deserves <laughs> um, happiness. She's coming? Does that help? No, uh, Anne. Yeah. It doesn't. Oh, I see the green, green grass. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, the, honey. The grass is really green today, sis. And god damn it, that doesn't he help. He has my hair. <laughs> He it is literally saber. is about to chop my head off. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, another part to buy captains' commissions for her brothers, and the rest to marry herself to a very worthy gentleman who made her forget the ill time she'd passed with the Bluebeard. Awesome. That was it. Yeah. Why <laughs> was his beard blue? Okay. Well, this website. <laughs> uh, it says. Okay. This is www.sites.pit2tees.edu. Um, that's where I found this. .edu. Yeah, yeah. This, this is some credible This is some university that I got this from. I can't remember what. But um anyways, that's where you go if you want to listen to this. That being said, they wrote a moral and another moral. <laughs> so, oh. I have a moral. I would like to hear yours first. Um, Yeah. I say this a lot in movies and things like that. My husband will say I'm a broken record about it. But okay. if you're going to fucking kill somebody, just do it. Like, oh being so God. close and having to say this final thing. No. Stop. That screws you over so many times. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, if he wouldn't have been like, nope, you have to die. And she's like, wait, no, please. Nope, you got to die. Like, if you would have just, just, done, just it done it first time, she was like, no, no. Hold. Yep. Like, a sword wins against neck 100% of the time. Yep. Then so. you could have shoved her in the closet and said to the brothers, I don't know where she went. Yeah, I no, where she went. I don't know to tell you. Yep. I don't have an ear. Yeah. Look at that. Um, no, that happens all the time in movies. It reminds me of the Indiana Jones movie where that guy goes up to Indiana Jones and he's doing all these weird, cool, like, <laughs> yeah. sword tricks and Indiana just, like, pulls out his gun and just shoots him. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you want to hear a fun fact about that? Yeah, I do. Um, oh, it's because he was tired, right? Like, they'd been shooting all day, and that's why he did it? Is that what you were going to say? That was not what I was going to say. Oh, that's Um, why. I I did hear that. But maybe. I heard something else. I heard, like... I mean, they could both be right. I heard that, like, the audition process for this, like, sword guy was, like, so intense. And he had to learn all that stuff. And he was such an expert. And he didn't know that that's what was going to happen. Like, they just shot him, and he was, like, super offended. (laughs) Like, I'm such an ex. Like I was a comedy bit, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. So okay. it could have been both fair, combined. Yeah. I heard that. It, yeah, he did this whole thing, and they'd been shooting all day, and it was hot, and uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford's Harrison Ford was, like, was just no. exhausted, and so he just like brought out his prop gun, which was like, Oh my god, did you know? In Lord of the Rings, when Aragorn, Aragorn takes, takes the, the helmet, he marks two house? it's a real reaction to breaking his town also if this is the first <laughs> time you actually ever heard that fact I'm gonna be so fucking proud I don't of know myself what to, yeah like uh, i uh, a, a man I don't think I've ever told anyone that and then be like no way <laughs> Oh, I told and my husband minutes. that I, re- I, I recorded it me telling him that and he was like he just looked at me like Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's not. <laughs> that's usually how Matt looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, my husband sent me this clip of the actor who plays Gimli. I can't remember his name now, but he never showed up to like any fighting rehearsals or anything like that. And right before they were getting ready to shoot, he would go up to the extras and be like, okay, uh, you run at me. I'm going to hit you. And then you come and blah, blah, blah. And they would be like, okay. Yeah. Cause like they're big fake yeah. weapons they're using. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Like just try to not really hit us. And he just like wailed on them every fucking time. <sighs> okay. <laughs> like, ran in there we're really getting on like a lord of the rings yeah, like are, yeah. side tangent but i also want to say that i heard that beautifully <laughs> that, like, Gimli was so exhausted that it, he was exhausted or something or maybe it was like the side effect of the wig or the makeup something like that he started hallucinating and thought he was legitimately like for a short time period actually Gimli. oh wow that's how i would act I would like do one Method movie actor. and yeah. like be done because I would yeah. go so crazy. That would be, <laughs> it would be me. That's yeah. my personality yeah. forever. Like literally just from the table read, yep. like a no costume or anything. Oh, They'd be like, well, she's going to work it. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> no. I, it. in high school, I played Ermengarde in Hello Dolly and all my lines were just Ermengarde wails. Whales. Ermengarde cries, and you know what? I've carried that on throughout my life proudly. I was gonna say it's me. I'm Ermengarde. <laughs> still crying, still wailing. Yeah, you're doing <laughs> all great all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Moral. Yeah. God, Moral. Sorry, we really love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we really Can love Lord of the Rings. Best friend tattoos in a couple of my We are getting... of We'll post them on, on our at spill the Mead Instagram account. Yeah, because they're cute. They're so okay. cute. Moral curiosity, in spite of its appeal, often leads to deep regret. To the displeasure of many a maiden, its enjoyment is short-lived. Once satisfied, it ceases to exist and always costs dearly. Here's the thing: she made out like a fucking bandit. I was gonna say, like, well, I mean, it kind of worked out for her. Yeah, like, like not I don't the other think ones. the moral of this story is not to. Say, like, oh, don't gold dig because it worked out great for her. Yeah. And it could work for you too. <laughs> if you're the third wife. Yeah. Yeah. Just, d- just, just you be the, the wife, one in three chance. Just be the wife whose brothers. Kill your husband. Yeah. Have brothers, <laughs> first off. If not, don't have just an aunt. Yes. And one has to be a musketeer. Yeah. And what was the other one? I a dragoon. Know. Yeah. What the fuck is a dragoon? I don't know. I was going to ask you. A dragoon, A cream cheese ragoon? Is Rangoon? it like oh, someone that like goes after like dragons? Like a witcher? Right. I'm Googling it right now. Okay. Pause. <laughs> a dragoon is a member of any of several cavalry regiments in the British Army. So, basically, almost the you're same in thing the as army. musketeer. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're in the army. <laughs> yeah, not much different. That's a cool thing to call it, though. It, it reminds <laughs> me of, like, a cream cheese Rangoon. It sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> uh, and dip that shit that some sweet and sour. Dragon. Yeah, with yeah. Um, okay, another moral. Apply logic to this grim story, and you will ascertain that it took place many years ago. No husband of our age would be so terrible as to demand the impossible of his wife, nor would he be such a jealous, malcontent wow let me okay let me wow (laughs) i'm gonna sit back and get into this yeah yes a husband of our age would be so terrible as to demand the impossible of his wife have you lived in this time period yeah like also i don't know that i would call like hi don't go in here impossible like she could have yeah. like not gone in there. Yeah like it wasn't like you better fucking hold your breath for seven minutes or I'm right? gonna kill it. Like, no, you could have not gone in there. Yeah. And so. also there are fucked up husbands out there who do demand the literal impossible oh, yeah. from their wives. One hundred percent. Absolutely is a thing. Katie Holmes was not allowed to make noise during childbirth. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, there you go. Know. He asked you to not look in one room. Yeah. Bell no. and <laughs> some yeah, God, West Wing girl. shit. Exactly. Okay, wow. For whatever the color of her husband's beard, the wife of today will let him know who the master is. Wow, okay, I loved that. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> yeah, that you love yeah. that. No, I, I, I did enjoy that part, but still, the rest of it, mm-mm. No, I mean, there, there are horrible husbands who demand the worst of their wives and wives who try their best, so... Who are not the masters of their yeah, relationship. Yeah, I just... But you know, okay. That that's Bluebeard. For why you. was his beard blue? Why the fuck? Why he couldn't up? he just I like scream so much? For this I know. Episode. Why couldn't he like just be ugly? Like why I really thought it was somehow going to turn back to I okay, I honestly thought that it was going to be like a Rapunzel and Eugene thing and uh-huh. at the last second she was going to cut off his blue beard or something and then it wasn't going to be magic or something. I don't know. This has literally nothing to do with anything. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you have any suspicions, any guesses as to why he has a blue beard, yeah. we can't confirm nor deny any of them because we don't know why. We don't even know. But if you have a guess, I want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Email I would love us. to hear it. Spill the meat at gmail.com why or at to be... spill the meat on everything. On everything. Yeah, I would really like to hear your guesses, the ridiculous guesses especially yes the yeah. ones that don't make any sense no none of it could make if one of you is going to seriously write in like there is a rare genetic mutation that could cause <laughs> hair to appear blue. don't don't okay don't, don't do we it we don't want to hear it no. if you want to hear like yeah he like ate out the smurf once okay <laughs> like let's do that That's what I yeah, yeah like nothing real yep, i need more like those and i'll read them on here on our next bold oh, yeah. tale episode so it's explosive. yeah i want to hear it All right, Maddie. I'm ready for your story. All right. No beards are blue, unfortunately. Uh, But there is a house in Hampshire, um, England, called the Bramshill House, where people think that this happened. (laughs) So if you visit there, they have a little relic from this story that I'll tell you about at the end. Yeah. So here we go. In the early 17th century, a young girl reportedly named ann oh
1: cope. my
0: gosh Anne! coming in hot. Yeah, probably not the same ann um who knows um have you ever seen two people named ann in the same room maybe they're all just one big Ann. maybe maybe <laughs> just one ann oh, man. Uh, oh man her name was ann cope um she was due to be married at the house i mentioned on christmas day After her and her new husband took their vows and celebrated their new nuptials, it was time for Anne, as a new bride, to be escorted to the marital bed. We've heard that so many times. Let's go, let's go. Get it? However, before heading for the bedchamber, the young bride suggested that her and her guests play a short game of hide and seek. Never goes well. Never goes well. No. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Anne asked for a five minute head start before her guests began the search, and away she went. <laughs> After she had her head start, the wedding guests began their hunt. They searched the house from top to bottom and found no just sign. Just for her? She's the only one hiding? She's, She's the only one hiding, yeah. And just so you know, this is called sardines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not called hide and seek. And then they all come hide with you, right? Yes. Is that what it is. oh yeah. my gosh, my favorite game. Yeah. To be honest, I would play that on my... Like, n- not on my wedding night, We should. but like as a group, it'd be fun. We should do that, like with our friends. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. Let's play a game of sardines. I um, love it. Yeah, because yeah, she's the only one. Yeah. A five-minute head start. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they searched the house from top to bottom and found no sign of the young bride. At first, the guest assumed it to be a trick, as Anne was in high spirits. However, as time passed, concern began to grow for the young girl. Her new husband was distraught when Anne wasn't found, and rumors circulated that she had fled rather than spend her life with Lord Hugh Bethel. Oh. Is, is something Lord wrong? Lord Hugh Bethel. I don't know. Lord Hugh Bethel. I wonder, yeah. Um, that's is he the as first... attractive as his name? <laughs> I don't know. Is he a real guy? I don't know, like, why they named him. Yeah. Um... Through his grief, he spent decades searching for his lost oh, bride. Oh, shit. Oh, we're decades in now. Yeah, 50 years. Oh, my God. 50 years after Anne's disappearance. Also, the author started that sentence with, like, numerical 50, and that makes me crazy. Like, I hate it when <gasps> yeah. sentences start with, like, a number, like, write out 50. Like, yeah, no, I, no, don't I don't know where It makes yep. me so, no, it, like, hits annoying. my eye so wrong. Yeah. Um, but still, write to us, and I, <laughs> I won't care. Like, just yeah, please it's write still it. Okay. Um. Anyways, fifty years after Anne's disappearance, the aging lord was in the attic of his mansion, still searching for clues. Oh. As he was knocking on some old oak paneling, a hidden and previously unknown secret door suddenly opened. Whoops. Oh, that oh was God. it. That oh was my, my sound effect. Did she get stuck? Oh, 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 oh. oh that's the that's it opening oh, no. okay inside no. was an elaborately carved wooden chest oh what inside <laughs> the chest <laughs> the skeletal remains what? of his long dead bride ah! <laughs> still in her wedding dress holding her bouquet ah! <laughs> oh but that's ew yeah. oh inside oh. the lid of the chest where crisscrossing scratches a sign of the bride's <gasps> futile attempts to okay, escape no, see, i hate that yeah oh samuel this is spooky samuel rogers whoever that is i'm not sure who that is um there's a little <laughs> poem here oh yeah so it says quote oh sad was her fate in sport of jest she hid from her lord in an old oak chest it closed with the spring in her bridal bloom, lay withering there in that lively tomb. Oh. In that living tomb. Sorry. I really fucked that up. I'm not going <laughs> to read the whole <laughs> the thing. The last couple words, The lively tomb. Shut up. It's lay lively, but she did. Lay withering there in that oh. living tomb. <laughs> there have been accounts of a ghostly white lady repeatedly passing through the fleur-de-lis room, apparently where this happened. There's a fleur-de-lis room? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to it this would, house. Does yeah. oh, yeah. it still exist? Is it real? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God, we're going. Yeah, um, Reportedly, Michael I of Romania asked to be moved to another room during his stay there in order to not be disturbed by the young woman in white who passed through his bedroom every night. Oh. I love that. Oh, spooky shit. The bride supposedly announces her spectral arrival with her favorite scent, Lily of the Valley. <gasps> Should you visit the Bramshill House today, you may find an eerie wooden chest on display in the front oh, entrance. Oh my gosh! Bump bump. Oh my gosh! I think I was her in a past life. I would totally play sardines on my wedding night. I. In <laughs> <And other laughs> st- I love Lily of the Valley. I, in fact, have it tattooed on my body. Yeah, yeah. Other stories say like. From her side, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, called, like, f- Sleeping Beauty in a trance, you know, like, called to this spot. And when she opened it, she, like, leaned in and it, like, snapped shut on her, like, some weird shit. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh, spooky, spooky. That one was good because the idea of getting, like, stuck in a ch- Oh, wow, yeah. Ooh. And, like, scratching. Str- nope. Yeah, no. Nope. I, hate, I-, I, I hate every piece of that. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Last one. Wait, no, you have two more. I have two. Two shorties. Yes, All little right. short ones. Okay, this one is from legendsofamerica.com. Um, you probably know, like, at least, I don't know about you, Maddie, but you, listener, may know. Um, La Llorona? Llorona? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I've heard of it, but there's I have a, no clue. Okay, there's, like, a horror movie on her. And this is the story behind her. Okay. No one really knows when the legend of La Llorona began or or from where it originated. Though the tales vary from source to source, the common thread is that she is the spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her children and Ooh. spends eternity searching for them in rivers and lakes. Ooh. La Llorona, Christian, christened Maria, was born to a peasant family in a humble village. Her startling beauty captured the attention of both the rich and the poor men of the area. She was said to have spent her days in her humble peasant surroundings but she would don her best white gown in the evenings and thrill the men who admired her in the local fandangos. I love that for her. (laughs) Like, I'm bored. I'm going to go get oogled. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to go put on my white dress. It's always white, too. Yeah, cute. The young men anxiously waited for her arrival, and she reveled in the attention that she received. However, La Llorona had two small sons who made it difficult for her to spend her evenings out and often left them alone while she cavorted with the gentlemen during the evenings. Oh, so she a hoe? Mm-hmm. One day an irresponsible hoe, apparently. A yeah, <laughs> bad day, mom hoe. Yeah. <laughs> One day the two small boys were found drowned in the river. Some say they drowned through her neglect, but others say they may have died by her own hand. Another legend says that La Girona was a caring woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who lavished her with gifts and attention. However, after she bore him two sons, he began to change, returning to a life of womanizing and alcohol, often leaving her for months at a time. He seemingly no longer cared for the beautiful Maria, even talking about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy class. When he did return home, it was only to visit his children, and the devastated Maria began to feel resentment toward the boys. Oh, no. One evening, as she was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage, and an elegant lady beside him. He stopped and spoke to his children, but ignored Maria, and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. What an asshole. Yeah, right? Yeah, ew. (laughs) After seeing this, Maria went into a terrible rage, and then turning against her children, she seized them and threw them into the river. Whoa. Wow. What a reaction to have by being ignored by your ex-husband. Yeah. And, like, were you, like, standing by your river? Or you just, like, pick them up, like, one in each arm, and you, like, go huffing down there? How old were these boys? Where it was that easy, too. Hmm. As they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran down the bank to save them. But it was too late. Maria broke down into inconsolable grief, running down the street, screaming and wailing. And now you got no one. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what happens. The beautiful La... Lorona mourned them day and night during this time she would not eat and walked along the river in her white gown searching for the boys, hoping they would come back to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks and her gown became soiled and torn. When she refused to eat, she grew, thinner and th- she grew thinner and appeared taller until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the banks of the river. Hmm. Not long after her death, her restless spirit began to appear, walking the banks of the Santa Fe River when darkness fell. Her weeping and wailing became the curse of the night, and the people began to be afraid to go out after dark. She was said to have been seen drifting between the trees along the shoreline or floating on the current with her long white gown spread out upon the waters. What a horrid yeah. sight that yeah. would be like at night yeah. to, like look across this river and there's a woman in white like ooh. and again it's like so easy to read these things and be like oh but like if you actually saw that I that would throw be throw myself into that fucking river yeah i don't think i could like move on from no i like seeing like actually seeing someone like go from tree to tree but like no ooh, one's there like ooh. that's no, so I scary her like Appearing from behind one tree and then disappearing behind the next. And that would yeah. be freaky as yeah. fuck. Ew. On many a dark night, people would see her walking along the riverbank and crying for her children. Also, the sound of, like, a woman wailing yeah. would be yeah. freaky. And so they no longer spoke of her as Maria, but rather La Llorona, the weeping woman. Children had warned not to go out in the dark, for La Llorona might snatch them, throwing them to their deaths in the flowing waters. Pomp pomp. Though the legends vary, the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. Ooh. Um, The tales of her cruelty depends on the version of the legend you hear. Some say she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children. Whoever is foolish enough to get close enough to her, why would you want to get close to her? My God, I would be in either direction. Others say she's very barbaric and only kills children, dragging them screaming to a watery grave. Damn. So <laughs> yep, I'm not watching that horror movie. I don't like horror movies. If that hasn't been stated before, I don't like horror movies. She does not. Yes, Maddie loves them. I do. I do not, and I will not be watching that movie. However, I will be looking up the Wikipedia plot summary of it. <laughs> I'll let now you know how it is. Yeah, thank you, yep. Maddie. You watch it. Tell me any details that Wikipedia left out for me. Please. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but that one's like sad. That but is so like. I don't know, what, what'd you expect, babe? Uh, uh, you, yeah, I You threw I don't your know. kids in a river. I don't I mean, know, yeah. I can't really feel sorry for you. No, I, yeah, it, I don't like know. Like, at first I was like, is this a case of, like, postpartum psychosis? But no, it just sounds yeah like, yeah, she's a bit much. Yeah, either either way, <laughs> it doesn't paint her no, well. it's not great. Slightly worse in the first story, I think, because yeah. she was out, you know. And cohorting, and you know, yeah, <laughs> which normally I would support in this scenario, not as much. No, not as much, yeah, yeah. Not when you're leaving your babies at home, yeah, get a babysitter, <laughs> maybe, yeah, and exactly. then you know, put them to bed and read them a story. And yeah. if you need and to go home sometimes, time, yes. okay, go home. Yeah. I support that. Um, god, okay, I'm really like getting them from all around the world, okay. So, this next one is a Japanese story, mm-hmm. um. This is from peak-experience-japan.com. It's a blog. Seems really good. You should read it. Um, so this is from Japan. Oban, the period when ancestor spirits come back to visit the living, usually takes place in August. Dates may change according to the lunar calendar. For three days. A long time ago, on the first night of Oban, a man, from one version to another student, a widowed samurai, etc., noticed a very beautiful wom- woman walking by her house with her maid carrying a peony lantern. Ooh. It was the beginning of a passionate love story. Every night... In the light of the lantern worn by the maid, the young woman named Otsuyu, that sounds right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) joined her beloved, and this one sank each night further into passion. Ooh. A neighbor, worried about no longer seeing the man, decided to visit him one evening, curious about these mysterious visitors that passed in front of his house each night. Peeping through the bedroom door, he almost fainted when he discovered the man entwined in the arms of a skeleton. (gasps) He ran to warn the nearest he ran to warn the nearest Buddhist priest who managed to convince our protagonist that he was in great danger. It is then decided to create a protective charm around his house intended not to let in those belonging to the world of the dead. This one is efficient and every night Otsuyu and her servant came to the door crying, reminding the man of their passion. The latter, who lived only in sadness and love for Otsuyu, saw his health getting worse and worse because of despair. One night, unable to resist, he moved the charm and let the two women in. At the end of the last night of love, he will also die. And his corpse apparently had a radiant smile, his soul (laughs) taken to the world of the dead, for he will live forever with his beloved Otsuyu. When you said his corpse had a... (laughs) I was like, oh! (laughs) Had a raging boner still? (laughs) I was like Still a had a ra- <laughs> yeah, <radiant smile. laughs> yeah radiant smile. Much more wholesome, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, I mean, the last night of love. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, not a bad, bad way to voo- go out. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to go out. I also really need to know what a peony lantern looks like, because that I'm, sounds beautiful. I was literally just like picturing one of those like those lanterns with the peonies on right? it or peonies. Yeah. I don't know. I say peony. It's probably not right. <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, singular. I think I say peony, but if I do plural, it's like peonies. Like huh. I do shit. I don't like peony because it sounds like peon me. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be into talking. It. Yeah, and we're not going to be talking about peonies. I don't yeah. think that much in the future. That this is going to be a problem. And if you do, maybe I'll berate you for it. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, Peony Lantern. We're going to look it up. It's a lantern with peonies on top. Okay. <laughs> From what I can see. Cute. Ooh, ooh, there's some beautiful artwork done on this. Ooh, Maddie, look. Okay, this lantern is like a paper lantern with peonies, like, around it. So I don't know what that means, but. Oh, yeah. The oh, artwork that's a beautiful. So... interesting. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, I so love that. we're posting that. Yeah, we are sure shit are Last right. one yep yeah, i know i know we said two more but i wasn't gonna do this one because it's so fucking dumb so ready and i wanted it to be spooky but maybe we'll leave it on a on I a happy note like too lighthearted and laugh too much to where yeah. we ruined any spookiness <laughs> that we any of should this had. add like comedy to like the description of this podcast <laughs> because we don't have that and it sounds like we're all super serious and we're like just yeah and absolutely the opposite is true Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. because here's this fucking piece of work and then we will leave you with your thoughts listeners okay once there was an old woman who went out into the woods to dig up some roots to cook for dinner she spotted something funny sticking out of the leaves and dug around until she uncovered a skeleton hand no oh guess again a penis! No! Um, close! Oh, really? Well, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I thought that was close. You're not gonna get it. It's a great big hairy toe. <laughs> oh my gosh I've heard this before oh my gosh oh my gosh pretend like you have it okay no I don't remember the ending but I have heard this yeah, before it's a big fucking hairy toe and okay. somehow that's thick, like a penis oh I don't know oh my gosh oh wow I don't remember the ending I'm so excited to hear it yeah there was some good meat on that toe yeah. which would make a real tasty dinner so the old woman put it in her basket and took it home good for her when she got back to her cottage the old woman boiled up a kettle full of hairy toe soup yeah we love some mild cannibalism <laughs> Which she ate for dinner that night, and it was the best meal she had had in weeks. Okay, how big was this toe? How meaty was this toe? I don't know. To make it, a good meal out of it. It says she went to bed that night with a full stomach and oh. a big smile. It's wow. huge. It's a giant toe. <sighs> wow. Yeah, like to be like to be clear, this this toe is huge. It's huge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like the mm, that, the that's... foot. This thing's got to be on. <laughs> Um, All right. Big uh, feet. I see you. <laughs> Is it a penis? No. <laughs> close. It's a big beard. The dots are connected. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a big blue beard. <laughs> <What>? Oh, shit. <laughs> Coming full circle. Everyone has a blue beard now. <laughs> Along about midnight, a cold wind started blowing in the tops of the trees around the old woman's house. A large black cloud crept over the moon, and from the woods, a hollow voice rumbled. Hairy toe, hairy toe. I want my hairy toe. No, okay. (laughs) This is my rendition. I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth, so I'm just warning you. (laughs) Hairy toe. No, it needs to be. What was that? It needs to be deeper, right? Yeah. Harry toe. Oh, I'm starting. Hairy toe. That's so startled. I want my hairy toe. Well, oh, he can't be talking to me. <laughs> That's <was> terrifying. <laughs> so scary. You're supposed God to end it. lighthearted. <laughs> Inside the house, the old woman stirred uneasily in her bed and nervously pulled the covers up over her ears. <laughs> like, oh no, he must be talking to me. <laughs> From the woods, there came a stomp, stomp, stomping noise as the wind whistled and jerked at the treetops. In the clearing, at the edge of the forest, a hollow voice said... Harry Toe, Harry Toe, I want me Harry Toe. Oh my God, where is my Harry Toe? That's way scarier to me. Like, oh no! Oh shit! Lock the doors inside the house. The old woman shuddered and turned over in her sleep. She is fucking brave. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A stop, stop, stomping sound came from the garden path outside the cottage. The night creatures shivered in their burrows as the hollow voice howled. Oh god, I hadn't thought of another accent. No no no. Hair toe, hair (laughs) toe. I want my hair tell, y'all. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? And go and get back here with that hair <laughs> Go and get back here, you tall. <laughs> Inside the house, the old woman snapped awake. Oh, oh finally. It was, it was the southern accent. Uh, she's that's like, what's what her. the fuck is that? Someone's like, y'all? <laughs> her whole body shook with fright as she listened to the angry howling in her garden. Jumping out of bed, she ran to the door and barred it. Once the cottage was secure, she laid back down to sleep. And she's resilient. Dude, this girl is burning. A rage. Yeah. Suddenly, the front door of the cottage burst open with a bang. Bang! Snapping the bar in two and sending it flying into the corners of the room. There came the stomp, stomp, stomping noise of giant feet walking up the stairs, peeping from under the covers. Ew. The old woman saw the massive figure filling her doorway, and it said This is the last one and bring it home. Oh man, I gotta make it good. Oh, terrible Italian accent. Okay. Yes! yes! Hairy toe. Harry I want my hairy toe. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> the old woman sat, bolt upright in terror, and shouted, I ate your hairy toe. Yeah, she did. Yeah, okay. She, she, she sure she did. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) The giant figure (laughs) said very gently as it advanced into the room. No one living in the region ever saw the old woman again. The only clue to her disappearance was a giant footprint a neighbor found pressed deep into the loose soil of the meadow beside the house. The footprint was missing the left (gasps) big (gasps) (laughs) toe. is that it? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard why was I mean, the beard blue I swore I was like expecting it to end with some sort of like it, it ate her. yeah I know like a joke. Nope. There's no, no moral. No. do a hairy toe. She was walking. She found a hairy toe. She ate that toe. Something came looking for it three times. She tried to sleep through it. And then it's in her house. She's pissed off. I ate your fucking toe. And he's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> look That's looked. That. her <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, then why were you wondering this entire time? Yeah. Like, who ate my toe? <laughs> you know who <laughs> ate. Stop asking also, rhetorical like, questions. Also, why'd you leave it in the leaves? Yeah. You also, keep why your toe? your toe off? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Did you want a surgeon to reattach that? It was over, my guy. It did not say that she, like took a hatchet and like hacked this toe off. Yeah. She said she plucked it, it like went, a fucking daisy. It was daisy. right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was just sitting there. It so. was already not on your foot, yeah. I think. Finders keepers. Yeah. So you're the asshole. Loser <laughs> <to> still <list. laughs> Yeah. God. So that has been our first episode of Folk Tales. Oh wow. Hopefully you guys loved it because I had a great time and we're doing this again. Yeah. We're doing this more. Oh yeah, we're gonna sprinkle them and maybe once a month if yeah. not once every other month or something. Yeah, so. that sounds perfect. So if you have a good Folk Let us know. Yeah, we want to hear him. Okay, bye. Bye. There's no fresh cut because this is a full tail episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bluebeard had no ears. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. It's okay. Did you say ears? (laughs) <laughs> Why? heres Oh, okay. I was going to say, well, I guess that makes as much sense as this they fucking beard being blue. Oh my god. I lo- Is this all just recording?